And this is Warlords and Warlocks. So this is the introductory episode. Yeah, totally. Where we're gonna we're gonna do some explaining. We're gonna talk about what we want to do, who we are, yeah. stuff like that. So I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joe. I've been I've been doing role playing games for well since I was about 16, and I'm about 45. So. I've been doing this for 30 years, yeah. really, um, at least the role-playing. I didn't get into miniature gaming until I was in uh, in college, actually. It was uh, after I stopped going to college, after I got married. So about 20 years ago, 21 years ago, yeah. uh, it was before my daughter was born, So, and she's an adult already. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so that's that's how long I've been doing it. I'm currently uh, being retired with my wife, mm-hmm. who is 20 years retired from the army. Um, Yan, to you, I guess. Uh, yeah, I've uh, I'm Dave, and like, I actually started doing war games first. Um, I mean, I was like a big computer RPG player. Back in the day, back in the 90s. You know, back when, like, Fallout and stuff was, like, new and cool and wild. Yeah, in the 90s, I was too busy oh, yeah, getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was little, so, like, you know. But, um, yeah, I got into, actually, my first war game that I got into was 40K. And uh, I've been playing 40K for about 20 years now. Um, and I started getting into... War games themselves, or not war games, but RPGs when I was about 15. So I've been doing that for about 15 years or so. Um, I've played a lot of D&D, some Pathfinder, a lot of Serenity. Um, I've even played, I did well, a, mostly I played a lot of second edition D&D, like I, old school style. I know? did a list one time. Oh, shit. I have played. That's gotta be a big class. I have played over <coughs> eighty different games between miniature and role playing games. Eighty different games. Yeah, my my crew back in the day, we just played second ed and third ed. I, I didn't did a lot start of that. branching out into a lot of other stuff until I moved to Ohio, and then until I moved here. Like when I moved to Ohio, we played a little mutants and masterminds, and we played a little Cthulhu, but it was like. D20 Cthulhu, which was crap. It's not the same the, thing. Oh, yeah, it's terrible compared to the Chaosium, you know. Percentiles. And percentile Cthulhu. It's a much better <coughs> game. Uh, the Percentile. Totally a different type of game. So, what we want to do with this podcast. Yeah. We're going to do, we're going to talk about both miniature war games. And RPGs. And RPGs. Of, of all sorts, you know. And, and I think it's pretty fair for us both to say we want it to be a really positive kind of thing. Um, not not want... to say that I'm going to just, you know, fanboy everything. Yeah, I, I don't totally. Do that. Like, if I, I don't, don't like something, I don't like it. I'll just say I don't like it. Yeah, Tales of Equestria can eat it. Um, I'm you're sorry, just, I'm not a pony fan. You're just... <laughs> not into the bronies. Um... No offense to bronies, it's just not my no, thing. No, it's not really my thing either, but... <laughs> but, um, 
you know, if it's a cool system, it's a cool <laughs> system. I'll give you that. Oh my god! Um, you realize I've actually written like three different games before. Yeah, and and you and I. Not that they've not that they've gone anywhere, oh, yeah, but yeah. written like three different games. And you and I are in the process of writing one right now. Yeah, we uh, need to work on that actually. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. That should be a hobby progress goal for this year. Get uh, get something done with that. Yeah, get Mage College well, done. Okay, and, I'm. Uh, I I totally want to get my Space Wolves built up the way I want them. I'm still like, waiting. I want my big nasty Space Wolf army. I'm still I'm waiting ready. on that contract for the miniature game that I'm working on. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna be I'm awesome. On, I'm waiting for contract. That's all I'm waiting for. Yeah, are and we then even allowed to say what it is yet? Or? I'm gonna say no because I don't have a contract yeah, in place. Yeah. So we're just gonna we're just gonna say that I'm working on a miniature game. I'm I'm totally stoked for that. It's gonna be awesome. Um, I've played the original game with him. I'm doing a new version of the yeah, game. Yeah, like, and it's been how long since they had a new edition ever? of that game? Jesus. No, like literally, like in years. How long has it been? Like 10 or 15, right? Uh, Almost as long as it took Games Workshop to make a new Dark Eldar codex. I'm thinking <laughs> closer to 20. It's bad. I'm thinking closer to 20. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty rough. <clears throat> um, since it's got a new edition... Because there were there were mitigating circumstances to all that, and well, I could yeah, explain yeah. it all, but well, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. You've explained it to me before, yeah, and, and in a later episode, I'm sure we'll go into. Yeah, it well, I don't know if I want to go into too much of the. I, I can give well, the basic details. But I know more than <coughs> I know more than most people do. About the situation. Well, here's the thing: we can go into the basic details, and if you know things work out the way we hope them to, possibly. We can even talk to the uh, one of the gentlemen that were involved in that original game and get that I'm, on, which would be really cool. I actually might be it's able, a super cool game. I actually might be able to set that up. I know. I and actually, that would I actually be know awesome. who to talk to. So. You know, that would be totally cool. I think that's something that would be a lot of fun. It would be. Um, it would be. Especially because it's a mostly unheard of game. Yeah, um, and actually... Um, I, I had never heard of it until you introduced when, it to me. So, when it gets to the point where I can start talking about it more, um, I would love to do an episode on it. And, oh, yeah, totally. And do and talk about some of the articles that I've actually seen from the games that these this company's put out yeah. in this universe. It's actually a relatively expanded universe. Interestingly really? enough. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Right now, well, right now they just, they've got a Kickstarter nearing completion. No way. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there there are problems with it though. <coughs> there are as all co- as all kids. Yeah, so all Kickstarters have problems. I mean, that's like the Kickstarter for the uh, Evil Dead musical. They went to recently. I mean, you that, went that to. Was you went, I didn't wild. get to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, it was super <laughs> wild though. It was a blast. Um, I know. I'm just saying. I I got signatures from the ladies of the Evil Dead, and they gave them to me free because I was one of the first people to ask for autographs that night. Nice. And they were like, you know what, we're just going to sign play bills for free. So they signed it, and, like, you know, I'm, I'm super stoked about it. Like, I'm an old school fan. He is. I bet so, his nipples are hard. And it almost gets me as much as H.R. Keeger. So, like, <laughs> which, yeah, his that's work a little is sexy. weird. His work is sexy. It's, it's gorgeous work, you know? I mean, I'm as, sorry. As someone who went to school for art. Yeah. Totally. Well, design mostly, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's impressive work. And you cannot say that the modern Tyranid army is not based somewhat on Giger. I mean, that's that's totally a thing. 
Oh, yeah. No, and they even Games Workshop has said a lot of their old stuff was based on stuff. Yeah, I so. mean, and, and that's something that we'd like to touch on eventually, some of the, like, the background of the designs. Right, so here's so the thing. So our, our first real episode where we actually talk about stuff yeah um let's 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 talk about what the the two main topics because every episode every episode we're going to talk about a role-playing game and and a war game game. and we're probably going to talk about the same role-playing game several issues yeah and the same miniature game several issues yeah possibly because the miniature games branch so wildly yeah the same army for several issues yeah, that I, I have a feeling that Possibly. we're going to do some show of force like kind of stuff. Yeah, where we talk uh, about to individual stuff. from IDC, but totally love IDC, love those guys. They have a great show. Um, obviously, with our whole positive message, you know, we fall into that same branch. But <coughs> thanks to me fucking cussing, we also fall into like the bad cast, uh, bad cast <laughs> branch. Uh, which we're huge fans about those. And the fact that we're so guys. we're both so bad at the roar games. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> um, but we're we're both we're both huge fans of both those shows, and yep. that kind of lasts to where we are. But uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I I'm like really super stoked to uh, do a couple of you know role playing game episodes on Starfinder. It's, you know, it's a newer game from Paizo. I don't think a lot of people are talking about it as much as they really should. I mean, it's <coughs> super, super cool. I mean, it has so much depth and range and things you can do with it. Yeah, so I think it's one of those games that really needs to be talked about a little bit more. Um I listen to a lot of like different podcasts, a lot of RPG, and it's got a good enough, a good amount of supplements now and then. Yeah, it's I expanded. Mean, well, I, you know, I managed to get all the supplements for it in the, what the past year that have come out, except the for last, the modules. In the which, last like three months. Yeah, seriously, um, and it's just a cool game. It's got a lot of style. It has some really cool races. It has some really cool weapons. It's got what? And it, it two different race books. Really now. nice. Well, two well, different yeah. books you can take races out of. Yeah, well, three. More, yeah, more than that. Yeah, because the uh, the Pact Worlds books has races in it, too. I thought there was one more beyond that that has... Anyway. Uh, Pact, Alien Archive 1 and 2, and the core book. So four of the books have playable wow. races in it. So it's, and it's that's pretty cool. big, yeah. Uh, but that's something I want to talk about. Um, now, I know we both are big 40K players. Right. So yeah. I know that's something we both want to talk about. Yeah, that those so, so starting out, that's where we're gonna start out with those things. Yeah, I mean, starting out with you know, what led us into playing 40k, what about it, drew us in and made us want to play it. And the, the other thing we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about our own hobby, what we're doing in the hobby individually. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a segment that I think is important to have in every episode. Um, like, I know right now I'm in the process of running a Starfinder campaign for our RPG group. Um, I know you're... I've got the Vampire game that yeah, I've been running. Yeah, the Vampire Masquerade with the new system. Yeah, and, the uh, version 5 is... Yeah, and, and, I like it. And Chris is getting ready to run that 5th <coughs> Ed Waterdeep, Waterdeep campaign, thing. which I'm super excited about. Oh, 
I hey, love the Forgotten Realms. The so. the book, the whole <coughs> box, everything that she bought. Yeah. Okay. It was done by a company called Beetle and Grimm. Yeah. Which is at least in part, if not wholly owned, by Matthew Lillard. Oh, that's really that's cool. His company. That's his Beetle really and Grimm. Cool. It's neat. <clears throat> that's really neat. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, on on the wargaming app. We both um, have been playing 40k. Yeah. I still play War Machine Hordes. Yeah, I'd like to get into War Machine Hordes. Um, it's just hard for me to do because I'm, you know, I have three 40k armies that I'm actively playing. Almost four. Um, although I did just get rid of Astra Militarum. But yeah, I'm I getting finally rid of, sold them. I'm getting rid of two armies and paring it down to three slash four. Yeah, well... Blood Angels is I, I, Primaris and non-Primaris. So yeah, I, I, counts. it's yeah, it's two. Yeah. I I feel them as two separate armies, so yeah, I count them as two armies. Well, that's the thing. I'm not gonna like my Space Wolves are. No, primaris. you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss. Yeah, because that's really the fluff of the Space Wolves anyway. I mean, until we start getting out the new models for Space Wolves and for all the other armies, they're purely Primaris because I I really think they're just gonna phase out. The old tack marines. Um, I think it'll I take think a while a yet. Yeah. I think it'll take a while yet. Yeah. But what it'll do is, what I think they are going to, this is my prediction, what they're going to do is they're going to keep developing Primaris stuff without develop, developing any non-Primaris marines. Yeah, the tack stuff's... And when the sales drop off so much that they can't justify continuing production... They're going to discontinue the non-Primaris line. Yeah. And I, I foresee a lot of special characters getting the Primaris treatment, just like Marnius Calgar did. Yep, um, so do I. Which, you know, I know they're, I'm sure at least they're going to wind up doing a uh, Primaris Mephesson. But I have a feeling you're not going to need one because... Because I just spent... Uh... All kinds of money on the War Games exclu- exclusive guy that is effectively Mephiston. Well, I, which I, I also am currently painting for you, which I, I, I get back to work on. I um, started. I just bought. I just bought that great big Primaris box though. Uh, that was Imperial Fist, but uh, you know uh, I, it's totally Space Wolves for me. I started painting the War Games exclusive stand-in Abaddon today. Oh, that's a gorgeous model. <laughs> you, know, you know what gets me he about that? Pretty. You just bought that model, and it's gorgeous. And, and there's, keep, it's very likely going to be a new model yeah, for them. I keep hearing in the all next these six months. rumors about the new, you know, a possible new Abaddon. Then again, um, then again, the newest model that came out is not. No. I mean, he's, he's Black Legion. That that's coming up for Black Legion is like a um, a yeah, new. He looks like he's either he's a, a chaplain. He's a chaplain or guy. He's or yeah he's probably uh, a, not apostate, a, uh, dark apostle dark, dark apostle which I mean, is a really he's got cool the neat horn skull head and, but he looks <coughs> like the chaplain skulls like said he looks really cool yeah he looks like he looks like he um, is the equivalent of the chaplain I think chaos is definitely coming back into the forefront well they said for forty a lot of people have been talking about it Games Workshop has said that they want. Chaos to be the bad guys. <clears throat> well, the thing is, I've been playing Chaos almost since I started playing 40K. So have I. 
Um, back in the days, it was back in the day, it was world leaders. Uh, for me, actually, right off the bat, it was Black Legion. Um, I like Black Legion far more now than I first, used to. My first army was actually a Black Legion army. Um, you know, although you know, I was even when I was first getting into the game, I was really into that you know, create your own chapter, create your own legion kind of thing. Which I've kind of gotten away from now, um, mostly just because of uh, it's a pain in the butt <laughs> to build well, your own legion or chapter. In the eighth edition, really, it's it's choose what stuff you want true, from true. the warlord traits and the chapter traits and all of that. True. And then you field. Dante, but he's not Dante. Yeah, I, I you know, know I know what you mean, but to be honest, the army that I created back in I think it was fifth edition, uh, back before I kind of stepped away from 40k for a couple years. I mean, I still bought and collected and built, but I didn't play. Uh, they were Void Templars, mm. and they were based off of the Black Templars. From that, you know, fourth, fifth edition codex of Black Templars had that was just yeah, yeah, terrifying. It was such a good codex, and then you know now Black Templars is back to being just in well, the main Space Marine codex. And let's face just it, a flavor test. Let's face it. You know, they took a lot of the creep out with eighth edition. They did, which is good. some of it has kind of rolled back in, but not. It's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. Even the orcs that everybody's like, oh my god, they're amazing. Right now, yeah. but as soon as the, the the communities get used to the orcs, they're not going to be any stronger than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, look at the Primaris that I just bought for my Space Wolf army. I already have a plan on how to take care of orcs. Oh yeah, well, you know, lots and lots of bullets. Army. Yeah, that's that's your main army other than your Blood Angels. Well, so I know how to handle it. Kind of, I really want to get the last. I've got one more box to buy to do what I really want to do. Of course, you do. It's just a five man box of veterans so yeah. that I can field two detachments, a Vanguard detachment with Abaddon and one of each of the specific Marine types. Yeah. And then. Yeah, you just need your Thousand Sons at this point, don't you? No, I have Thousand Sons. Who are you missing? The Fallen. For oh, the yeah. for the what other. Sons? A couple weeks ago. I didn't know. That. Actually, like a month or so awesome. ago now. It was um it was when I was uh I sold that I sold the Tau Army and yeah, I was getting yeah, paid yeah. in segments. I took one of yeah, those and segments and just walked in and went buy that box. We haven't been thanks to the holidays. We've kind of not been able to play at all. Oh, not really, I no. Mean, playing 40k, it's such a big time constraint. If it's not pre-set up, it's... Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to do. And we have a decent 40k community here in the area of Pensacola. Not horrible, it's no. It's not... Um, I feel it's a little more tournament-centric from what I've seen. Yeah. <clears throat> and... We're both more narrative players. I I am. And I'd love to be proven wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would love for like other people in the Pensacola area to hear this, and be like, no, there's plenty of us that are narrative play. 
But um, so Kill Team Arena. I looked at that. And I saw that pretty, it was about it was tournaments, cool. and I kind of yeah, it's, walked it's, away because I, I well, no, as much as you don't do tournaments, <coughs> I am a little bit more vehement about like yeah. not doing tournaments. I've done tournaments in the back think, in the day, and it's just not my thing. I think Kill Team is a game that would be fun for tournaments, y'all. Do you know why? Because it's such a small scale game, and you only need to bring so much and. You know, I feel like that's a game that's going to be more friendly for tournaments. Unlike Necromunda. Like, Necromunda is a super awesome game. Don't get me wrong. I like it's, Kill Team so much better. Um, Yeah, I like Kill Team better just because it's easier to play, but I like the flavor of Necromunda. That's what I'm really about with Necromunda. I like the style, and I always wanted to play it when I was a kid. You know, but there was no one who played it in my area. Everyone just played 40k. And that's like, I really wanted to play Warhammer Fantasy, and nobody played it. Um, so now Age of Sigmar is the big thing, and I technically have an army for Age of Sigmar, but they kind of got rid of the army that I wanted to play as when I was I younger. So I kind of got two, but... Yeah, I mean, like, I was a big Bretonian fan. Well, you can do them as free people. Yeah, but it's not the same. Uh, 85% <coughs> of it is there. Well, whatever. I mean, if you, if yeah, you go but, through, yeah. Yeah, but look at how hard it is to get the models for it to make it look That's right. the real problem. And I just, you know, I have some old Bretonian special character models. Like, I have a Green Knight. Yeah, I was going to say, you have the Green Knight and you've got um, have, Morgana uh, Le Fay. Yeah, I have Morgana laying around somewhere. But honestly, I think I'd rather just use them as D&D models at this point. Because um, <coughs> it's, it's just... That's it. That's what you should that's do. That's a lot of army well, to build. You gotta, you gotta get the uh, the green knight out and paint him up and use him as a D and D paladin. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and I love paladins. I don't care what anyone says. They I are a blast paladins. to play if if you, you play them right. Yeah. You play them, you know, so they're not lawful stupid. They're so much fun. The best paladin I ever played was a paladin of the. Uh, the God of Rhodes, what was it, Fargland, from 3rd edition. So All like, I remember is the Dwarven God of uh, Travel. Yeah. So he was like, the, I think he was the human God of Travel in 3-5. And he was lawful neutral, so you could play a lawful good paladin of him. So, <coughs> Or a lawful evil one. Yeah, true, seriously. <coughs> so this character... Was just literally, he was a wandering drunk. That's all he was. And it was awesome. I had so much fun with him. I only got to play him in like one campaign. And there were only three of us in the campaign. So it was kind of lackluster. Those small small campaigns can be really good. I've had a couple of games, not necessarily D&D, but I've had a couple of games where we had, literally, I've I've had a game... We had two players, and it was one of the most fun games I've ever yeah. played. Well, that does happen, but I, I think the players that I had just weren't right for it. I mean, we had some fun, and we had some laughs, but I uh, neither of them were very, you know, serious. They were into it, but they weren't serious into it. So, like, there was an incident where, like... Because we were using the insanity tables. 
And one of the players wound up, like, you know, becoming obsessed with a bar of soap. But they thought the bar of soap <laughs> was a fetus. So, like, they were rubbing it against their face all the time. And just, like, the mental imagery was really weird. Um, th- that campaign, but I that, kind of like to that bring was back. Weird. That was weird. That could, I yeah. would say that would be weird. Well, that campaign I'd love to bring <clears throat> back because the whole idea of it was uh, there was this horrible, like, old god who was called the Jester, who was essentially the Joker, <sighs> only even more evil and more insane, um, who basically just, like, picked up all these people and was like, you're mine until the end of time. I'm going to play with your mind. And just throws them back out in the world at random throughout different periods of history and would just, like, occasionally just show up and just, like, pull them out of time and drop them back, like, a couple days later or a couple years or a couple thousand years later and just mess with them all over the place. It was a blast to play. We are we have, however, <laughs> gotten way off a of track. Oh yeah, well totally. From our that's gonna hobby, happen. from our hobby progress. That's totally gonna thing. happen every time. <clears throat> uh, you know that. Well, eventually, I think we'll be able to keep on track a little bit. Yeah, better, but... yeah. Well, how how well on track do any other podcasts that we listen to keep? I mean, that's why they're all like four things. hours long. Yeah, well, you know, I have no problem with that personally, but you know, I know. You I can't, I can't listen. Podcast. No, no, I can't listen to one, a podcast for four hours when I don't do anything for four hours straight. Well, that's when I was thing, when I was driving I for eleven hours. I listen to them while I'm at work, like in between jobs. Well, like I said, when I was driving eleven hour days, I would just play them in the car. In building, that's when I listen to them. But yeah, no, that's that's when I catch up on my podcasts. But. If we get back to hobby. Yeah, yeah, getting back to um, hobby. So we're playing, right now we're playing in two different games, really, is what yeah. we're looking at. Starfinder and Vampire the Masquerade. With, this, with the edition? Fifth edition. Yeah. Um, and actually, we're each DMing them, and then yeah. when I stop doing my vampire game, very likely we will start the... Waterdeep game with my wife running it. Yeah, and I don't know when the Starfinder game will end, and I don't know who's going to play run keep, what afterwards. Keep. So, miniature-wise, like I said, we've been playing... I played a game of Kill Team just the other day. Did you? Um, with Chris. Nice. Came over. Completely stomped me. Like, four of my happen. orcs... Four of my orcs survived the fight. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, so pretty much the exact opposite he, of when he played broke me. Tyranids. He broke me. Oh wow, wow! I don't think you even broke me whenever we. Nope. You, you kept you, you when you got to half I halfway. You made your gone. you made your check, and then oh, I wow. just shot the hell out of you until you were dead. Yeah, yeah. But he he literally he got me to halfway, and I failed that first roll. Oh, my wow. dice were doing that bad. I literally wow. okay, wait. I literally did not cause a wound. To so you. so basically, you pulled a Dave. Oh yeah. You play. You pulled mm, a total. I Dave. somehow got your dice. Oh wow, dude, that's rough. Like I, I said, trust me, I know what that's like. Way my, too well. My boss and my two rocket boys survived. 
Those rocket boys are dangerous. Though. If I can hit with them, I couldn't hit him yeah. for nothing. The well, one time I did hit, the one I, the one time I did hit, I didn't roll a save. I, so one of the, or I didn't, one of the two didn't wound, and then, um, he saved. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's talk a bit about what we've done recently miniatures wise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of got burnt out. I finished two Blood Angels armies. Yeah, you did. Okay. So what do I do? I go from painting red to pink. Yeah. <laughs> so because my troll bloods for my Hordes army <coughs> have a pink skin. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, that's not a big deal, but so I wanted it to be something different. So I went with pink and actually, mm. actually it became, it went that way because I asked a friend of mine, I said, so what color should I paint these trolls? And as a joke, he said, pink. And I went, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to paint them pink. So I did. <clears throat> but so I went to these pink skin guys and the group that I'm doing are even more pink skin, lighter pink than the basic guys because they're base red and they go into pink. These are base pink and go into white. No shit. So they're, because they're the northern guys, they're <coughs> snowy and yeah, they're lighter. Yeah, that makes sense. So just looking at them, you can tell, oh, those are yeah. the north kin because they're, you know, white. Yeah. And they have all the white, the little rocks are white instead of brown. Nice. So they're even more white looking. <clears throat> and then they all wear white fur because nice. polar bears rock. Yeah, for sure. So, sure. but I've, I've been working on those. I do have one more unit I need to paint and it goes back to the regular guys and they're the cavalry. I have another second unit of cavalry I need to paint up. And... Um, but then once them guys are done, I'm back to, I don't have anything to paint for my troll bloods. But I have started painting that Abaddon. Oh, man. It's a beautiful model. And I, I started in, I did his little bit of flesh on the face. So I started there. And I, I actually went over, the, uh, like, the armor with black. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Whenever you told me you got him and Mephiston... You're like, you bitch. I, I know. <laughs> I really had to uh, make a decision there on which one I was going to offer to paint, paint for you. It really came yeah. close to being Abaddon, but... Just I, because he is so amazing. Yeah, but I hate highlighting black. And, well, I well, all I'm doing... That, that really comes down to our difference in painting style. All I'm doing so. is... And, and I'm already done with this, because I primed it. I primed it black. Then I went in yeah. and did a base black over it just to make sure everything's covered and uneven. And then I did a dry brush of a dark gray on yeah. top of that. And it's actually, it's not a heavy dry brush. It's actually one of the lighter dry brushes I've done in yeah. a while. Because I do, most of my trolls got really heavy dry brushes. Yeah. Almost an open brush. Yeah. Really, it yeah. really is. Um, with the, especially with the skin. Yeah. Um, but I did a nice light dry brush, so all you're getting is the detail. Yeah. And um, I, I, it looks it looks awesome, and it's gonna turn all gold after that. Yeah. You know, I got like 
one shoulder done. And then I re- I got partway done. And I'm like, oh, crap. There's a great big red eye in the middle of that skull's head mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go back and, okay, don't do the teeth yet. I'll just paint the red in. Just do that first. Yeah. And then I had yeah. to do something else so I could come back and do the second coat of the red. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went in and did the little teeth little and, teeth. and then finished yeah. up the trim around the where the teeth join up and all that. Yeah. Because I had kind of stopped and went, nope, better wait. See, that's that's one of the differences between you and me. You've got a uh, you've got a quicker, more uh, tabletop style uh, yeah. painting. Which is awesome. You can get a whole army painted in. I yes, I paint tabletop I, uh, quality. I don't think I've ever completely finished painting an army yet. Because I can tell you what the difference. I I tend to paint show quality. I I paint right. like golden demon yeah. demon level competition I, style. I, you know, and it it's really hard to do, especially when you're. And I can tell you what the difference when is. When you've got a big army. You know, I can tell you what the difference is. And you don't have a lot of time. The difference is, <clears throat> someone who doesn't paint or is new to painting will come up and look at my army and go, "Wow, that looks really good." Yeah. People who paint, like you do, look and go, "Oh, that's not so bad." Yeah. Well, because you know. because what it is is that's that's pretty good. I mean, there's like. Six yeah. six different techniques you could do to make it better. Yeah, yeah. But they're well, like, well, like I said, it's I'm oh, that's not so bad. On, um, I already have it all planned out. Right, you know? and you, well, and you look at it I'm next to the Mephiston that I painted. This wash here, this wash here on this color. You know, the blade's going to get a blue wash followed by a highlight, followed by a second blue wash, followed by a final highlight. <laughs> Right, I mean, like you know, I said, you I, look at you look at the one that I painted, yeah. and you're like, well, I see that you painted well, the flames on that sword blue, and then no, actually, I painted you the painted sword. the sword. That's right. I painted <laughs> the sword, and you just because I got that bit from you. You got that bit from me. That it was, was already, already painted. painted. I was like, it's already painted. Yeah, I blew that just fucker on. Added on. But you know that that's the thing. Like whenever I got into the hobby, though. But the big the, yeah. The thing that drew me in was the the time painting because you know, I was uh I was the real nervous type and like the real you know eccentric type when I was a kid in school. You still are. Well yeah totally totally um thank God for alcohol but uh <laughs> like so for me sitting down. And painting for eight hours on one model and only getting through the first layer of base colors. Yeah, in eight hours I can do a unit. Yeah, you do a unit in eight hours. I will work on one model for eight I hours mean, and be a quarter of the way done. I can I can have a unit that I'll do in eight hours so clear much coding. work on them. Yeah, like I said, I can yeah. I can have a unit in eight hours, like a five man unit in eight hours and I'm clear coding. Well yeah. Well, I mean, one of my things was, like, when I first started playing, I just slopped paint on, you know? Kind of like I do now. And, uh, well, no, no, I mean, like, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking undiluted, just slop paint on. Now I'm a strict follower of two thin coats. So, like, you know, that's a big thing for me. From Reverend Duncan? Yes, from Reverend Duncan. <laughs> 
But that really started with me whenever I got into the old Inquisitor <clears throat> War game. Right. And um, that was an interesting war game. It was Actually, you said a cool skirmish, skirmish game. game. I like the size. Yeah, I, I, you know this. I went out recently and searched out for an Eisenhorn. Um, and I found one. I still got to finish painting him, but he's going to be a beautiful display piece when he's done. I just have to decide what I'm doing with him. I might have to strip some parts and rework it. Um, and I'll paint my little guy who's not actually Eisenhorn. Yeah. And and then they can put him, I can put him next to him so he can have a mini-me. Exactly. <laughs> and just me being me, I might actually buy the Games Workshop. The new little one? Of Eisenhorn. Yeah. Um, just because he's definitely, you know, the... The Xeno, Ordo Xeno's version of Eisenhower. Oh, yeah, He's yeah, got yeah, hair yeah. and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's still young. Um, but, like, I, I was a really big fan of the Inquisitor War game. You know, it was a nice, small skirmish game. It took three people to play it. One person to run it, two people to actually play it. It was a really cool concept. Yeah, well, they, a the lot of people didn't like the rules. Crap. The rules were crap. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I keep hearing. I never actually got I, to play. I, I just had some models that I loved. I had the rule book and I read it cover to cover. Now, you realize the best now part of that out, rule book was actually plastic. the conversion section of that book. That was the best part, and it was so good and it was so awesome and they gave you so many good ideas. And there was a lot of really good John Blanche illustrations and some you know, really really good. I think good they kind John of Blanche wanted jobs in it. I think, so. I think they kind of wanted to do what they're doing now with Kill Team with yeah. Inquisitor. Yeah, it, it falls along the same lines. Well, I think I think that's what they wanted. And then yeah. the execution did not do what they wanted in yeah. the end. Well, I mean, look at White Dwarf nowadays. Every single issue has a Blanche Itzu. Um, and it's very focused and it's great and it's kill team 40k ask i did tell you i got new brushes right? it's gorgeous what i did tell you i got new brushes right oh good i'm glad you finally got with us and got some good brushes my tell old brushes not good brushes the old brushes are they plastic bristled were good brushes uh, they were just like 10 years old <clears throat> no to, to be fair and honest um the new brushes are the set that we looked at in it Oh, the nice. store. The, I, I went and picked uh, up one of those styles. They're army painter the brushes. Ones, nope, nope. They're oh, army, they're the pa- army painters. They're, oh, they have the D and D logo on them, yeah, but yeah. they are army painter brand brushes. Oh, that's not bad. D&D. That's not bad. It's a pack of three, and it's everything that I use for painting. Yeah. Well, with not your everything. Style, not everything, because I do you're... wash, and I use a yeah. I use a big brush for washing. Yeah. And I am gonna have to replace the brush that I just threw out, but I've got a smaller yeah. brush that will work yeah. for a while. You know what? To be honest, um, I use a lot of brushes from Walmart. A lot of my brushes come from Walmart. So do I, um, and then I throw them away when they get bad. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had sable hair brushes. I've had the really nice expensive I still have, brushes. I still have one that I paid – I paid $7 a mile, uh, brush in college. They were $35 brushes, yeah. but because I was a student – I was able to buy them for the one painting class I took yeah. for $7 a brush. I have 
one of those brushes still, most of them got destroyed. Mine did too. Um, especially because, you know, if you move around a lot, which I did, <coughs> handles get broken, bristles get messed Mess. with. Oh, the, they, they the, worst is, the worst is when the bristles just get mashed and they oh, never take the shape the right again. You can't do anything with them. No, it's, at best you got a dry brush brush. Yeah, and God forbid you're like dating someone or you're friends with someone and they use one of your brushes and, and they destroy, just destroy it. it. Mm. No one ever got to use my brushes. Yeah, I uh, I learned that the hard way. Yeah, no, I did. No one ever uh, got to use my brushes. He 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 destroyed a brush. You know what? what even now, she, I can't remember that. That was years ago. Even now, there was a lot of alcohol involved. Even now, <laughs> my wife has her own brushes. Yeah. Yeah. She does not use my uh, brushes. I, I do not use hers. I, I let the missus use mine, but she doesn't paint much. And she's colored mine <clears> anyway. It really doesn't matter. The one model that I've seen okay, her working on that is that was really mean to say. Her her paint job's actually It actually looks nice. really nice. Um, she oh, hasn't painted much. <laughs> uh, kind of, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's actually It's, it's at least on your level, and yeah, it's the it's... first model she's ever painted. Well, I don't think she's done yet. Although, like I said before, you do tabletop level. And that's all I ever it's do because, well, for... let's let's put it this way. I expect my models to get bumped around. I expect idiots to pick them yeah. up and then drop them. Yeah. Um, Whereas, look at how many models I have. They're just display models. That I just that you just have on a shelf over here. Yeah. And then I don't you know, I don't do that. There <clears throat> was that period of time that I was doing the uh, commission, commission work. I know, I've done um, commission work back in the day before my hands went. Yeah. I yeah. I painted. Oh God! In 1998 or 99, yeah. I painted an orc army for somebody. Oh, God, that's rough. That's a lot of models. I thought the Star Wars army that I painted was a lot. Probably those, five Those stormtroopers suck. I think probably five years later, I painted an undead army for somebody. No, undead can be quick. Yeah, well... Depending there were 800 models. In yeah, that's that's where literally screws, yeah. 800, just <coughs> over 800 miles in the army. It took forever, but and <laughs> worse off, I didn't I didn't get paid paid. Oh wow! I got paid in models. Mind you, yeah, I had sometimes getting paid in kind is great. Sometimes it's horrible. I had the single largest. Uh, world Eater Army in probably two states. Yeah, yeah. We we did an apocalypse game, and it was twenty five hundred per slot, and I took two slots. Nice. And I don't actually That's think serious. I don't actually think I fielded everything I owned. Oh wow! Since then, I sold that whole army. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how much of my armies I lost. Then again, then again. Although, bad access, you know. Yeah. I, I had almost <clears throat> my entire model collection for over 10 years. Stolen. I think, so. I think I'm actually, hard. I think I'm actually not going to finish or do that last unit of uh, <coughs> cavalry for, for my trolls. And I think I'm actually just going to start after I finish with Abaddon, I'm literally going to go, okay. Bring out the berserkers. Do the berserkers. 
Yeah. And then the Noise Marines. And then... Yeah, you may as well work on your Black Legion. I mean, I might as well start it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I decided... got all the stuff for well, it's And it's all at my house. Yeah. All, like I said, all I need is for that second... For that second Vanguard, it's led by Cypher, and it's... Yeah, and I gave you a Cypher, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's going to have a unit of... A fi- just a five-man yeah. unit of Fallen, then a unit of Chosen, and a unit of... Uh, it's either Possessed or Terminators. I don't remember which one I had laid out. That's a tough choice, too. Well, uh, po- it was I it was points. It was all the points. It was all the points is why I took what I did, I, and I think yeah. it's possessed because they're much cheaper in the field not, than Terminators. Not, well, Terminators in Eighth Edition are kind of meh. They're not. You can get you can be. get the same thing really <clears throat> with a little bit a little bit worse save by fielding a whole lot of primaries. Well, for. Well, I can almost uh, feel three five-man units of, of Primaris for one five-man unit of Terminator. For Space Marines, I can feel a three-man Aggressor Squad and do more work. Yes, I agree. But I'm just saying regular troops. Well, yeah, totally. Terminators. I mean, two wounds each. I mean, terminate, what, the boss. Here's the thing. And you don't have... Well, you, wait, can, wait. you can feel the ten-man unit Let's talk split it off. Let's talk power Across level. the table as two five-mans. But it still functions as one unit right. for victory points, which is super cool. That's let's, really but let's talk victory thing. points just for a second. Three-man aggressors are eight. Yeah? Yeah. A five-man terminator unit is still 14. Yeah. And they only do about as much work as those three-man aggressor units do. Maybe not even. Because it depends on what kind of aggressors you're using and whether or not you drop them. I mean, a three-man unit of aggressors with flamestorms, you Does drop a lot behind of enemy lines after turn two, especially in infantry heavy army. Oh, baby. I mean, but, we saw that whenever <clears throat> you did that to me, whenever... Right, but, but you dropped in behind me... Too. Well, that's because that was a dumb move. And then I couldn't shoot you the that first... Astra Militarum was terrible. The first turn, when you dropped oh, in, no, I couldn't shoot so you. It's good. It's just, it's a super mechanized army yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah. when you dropped in, I couldn't shoot you, because Flamestorms are eight inches, and you were at nine. Yeah. So you I shot me, outside did nothing. Yeah, all those shots, too. And then those three guys guns, made a little bit of a movement. Guns. Like, they only moved like three inches. Because yeah. they moved from one side of that objective, they moved around the objective to the other side of the objective, yeah. and that put them close enough to hit you with their flamestorms, and they literally yeah. killed three units. Uh, they destroyed me. In one turn. A command unit, an elite unit, and a basic troop unit of Tempesters. Yeah. Um, just boom, 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 they're gone. <coughs> yeah, they destroyed me. You're, and you just you rolled and saves and just I, didn't well, have enough. I, I still like the Tempesters. I like the flavor of for, them. For for what they're what they are, I, I like them that's, better than the regular. That's why whenever I sold my uh, Iron Guard army, 
I decided to keep yeah. the tempesters. Right. Um, but the rest of the Iron Guard, you know, I, I actually stopped to mail those out. The guys waiting for them. Yeah, yeah. But I told them you probably won't get them till Saturday anyway, just because. You won't get shipped till Saturday because you work. Well, all week. I work all week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When do I have time to go to the post office? That's what I'd have told them too. Is I'll ship Saturday. Yeah. I'm gonna. I got a. I got a trade working on um, right now that I. I don't know. I got a. <coughs> I just start packing. It's a lot of packing. It's two yeah, armies. Well, yeah, you got two armies. I'm, I'm trading so. two armies for one big army. Well, so. to be fair, I'm probably gonna put most of my older space wolves up. Eventually, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna keep some of the uh, some of the blood claws. But just because they're kind of neat. Sky claws. <coughs> most of the sky claws. Most of the. Gray hunters. And you still okay. um, and you still have probably a huge most of the wolf lords I'm gonna get rid of. And you still have a hugest Death Guard army. Well my Death Guard army's okay. It's around a hundred power, so that's about a two thousand point army. Yeah. Um and there's, there's some stuff that I'd like to get to it to And then of course it. your Xenos army is Tyranids that you're starting. Yeah, I uh started it, it's just Tyranids army last year. Um this year, my big focus is going to be Space Wolves. Maybe next year you can work on your tier um, units, get well, them built. Well, my thing is, is this year I'm going to focus on Space Wolves, learning how to play them better, and building a better army for them. Well, we got to start so, playing then. Yeah, so around the end of the year, or early next year, I can maybe go to one of the bigger cons, like Adapticon, or probably not LVO. Um, I don't think... Even yeah, if I, I go to one of those LVO. conventions, I will not be... I well, won't, I won't uh, plan it. Adepticon has a big friendly tournament that does. Even that. And I enjoy doing that because the the friendly is mostly narrative play. Um, and a lot of the guys from IDC and Forge... Yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the podcasts uh, we listen to go to those two. The Forge are part of that one. Yeah. Um, and I would love to be a part of that, you know, yeah, just to go me there. Too. And, you know, with starting this, it'd probably be good for us to go. Eventually, there. yeah. I mean, even if I don't um, play somewhere, I might. Yeah, although at the same time, I still want to go to ReaperCon um, over in Texas. I know that's mostly an RPG-based one, but... Eventually, I love there are, well, there are, I love their models. There's a couple of conventions I would love to go to. Um, yeah. Genghis Khan in <coughs> in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a Genghis Khan. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Pensacon this year. It's gonna be my first year of actually getting to go here. I, I've lived here for three years. I've been here once. I went I've been here once. Been able to go. I was here once. Um, I think uh, the first year I was here, I went. I went. Um, yeah, I, I went I running games. This year. I went running games for the one game store. See, that's the awesome thing. Like Heather got us all you, three you, days of passes. Yeah, you you just got she just got tickets. I don't have to run. Yeah, I just have to go and have fun. Right. Which I'm looking forward to. And this year they're supposed to be doing 24 hour gaming room. So they only closed the the one last one last year for like four <coughs> hours a night. Yeah. I mean, they were open at well, like I, six. I didn't hear that. <laughs> but they're supposed to be running a 24-hour this year. So what I'm actually trying to do is all the primary stuff I bought for my Space Wolves, 
I want to try and have it at least tabletop ready before the con. So I can take it, I can take Ragnar, I can take Lucas, and I can have a half-decent Space Wolf army to drop on the table for the 24-hour tables. And I want to do a little playing at Pensacon. Right. Um, so... That's that's a big thing for me this year. So for for our next step, for our first real episode. Yeah, our first real episode. We're gonna yeah. it's gonna start out. We're gonna do our hobby bit. Then we're gonna go into yeah, Starfinder, let's stop, and let's then talk we're gonna do Starfinder for a bit. And then we're gonna do 40k yeah. for a bit. Yeah. And then we'll close up, um, like we are currently with this is what we're doing next time. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if we're gonna do it. Another kind of ending segment. I know a lot of shows do. I'm, I, I don't know if we're going to do a pre-recorded one, but, but for we'll, for this we'll one, for this one, time. we have an email address. Yes. Um, which is... I started out. I made a uh, an email address for warlords and warlocks yes. at gmail.com. It's all one word, no punctuation in the name, just all one word. No caps, no nothing. Um, I want to make a comment about the intro music. The intro music is from a song called Sleazy by Off the Album of Off the Album Truth by Dean James and the Black Dogs. The Rich. music is used by permission from Dean James. Yes. If you if you like the way this is, if you like that kind of modern bluesy sound. Go to Amazon, pick up a copy of this album. These guys are great. Yeah, personally, uh, and and Dean is a dear friend of mine. Yeah. I've actually played miniature games with Dean yeah. in his house in Newcastle in England. And whenever we first started talking about uh, creating this show, um, it was the first thing he brought to me. Yep. For our opening was. You know, I, like, I had a couple of options, and, and, and you know what? I listened to it, and like I'm a big blues, I'm a big swing, and jazz, and like you know, I, I'm I'm real all over the place with music, but I love you that are. stuff from like the 20s to the the late 50s. I love those styles. Very soon we will and have it a. Really falls into it for me, and like you know, I'm really into it. Very, very soon we're gonna have a Facebook page. Probably yeah, at the end of yeah. the next one, I might do a pre-recorded segment, giving you the Facebook page, the email address, yeah. and then uh, the information about the intro music again, and then that will just get tacked onto the end of every episode. Yeah, and we're looking at doing about what monthly. Probably Towards monthly. The end of month, every month. Probably monthly. Um, including this month when we release this episode, we're gonna try to pull something up. <coughs> it might not as be as long as uh, our normal monthly will want. Yeah, once be. we once we figure out where we're hosting it and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Um, but until then, this is Joe. And this is Dave. And we are. Warlords, Warlords and, and Warlocks. Warlocks.